Welcome back to Page the Stage. Tonight we are playing uh, Delta Green and we are playing the Night Floors scenario. Um, this scenario is published um, in the Impossible Landscapes campaign book. Um, it, it is the very first scenario in that campaign and we're just going to jump right into it. So um, we have our we have our Delta Green agents. They each come from various walks of life, but all of them have received uh, an invitation in one form or another um, to meet up in uh, New York City. The year is 1995. And their summons, uh, you know, uh, to meet up is uh, in a place called Washington Square Park in New York City at 10 a.m. And so depending where these agents are coming from in the country or how close they live to New York City, some might have had to take red, um, had to take red eye flights. But that reporting time is 10 a.m. And all they know is that um, they are to meet a man named Agent Marcus, um, that you were given a brief description of him, 35 years old, um, wears glasses, um, and they're... Um, basically the description says you're not going to miss him. So whatever that means <laughs> when you get there, you don't know each other. Uh, you don't, uh, you haven't worked together in the past. Uh, you have a day job that you have been called away from um, whatever excuse you gave your family is whatever excuse you gave them. Um, but it is, uh, we're going to call it, we're going to say it's 9:45 AM um, in Washington square park. And I'll turn it over. I'll turn it over to the, um, well, I'll turn it over to you. Uh, you're going to meet Agent Marcus at a bench um, in the center of Washington Square Park at 10, at, um, at 10 a.m. So as, you, as you're as you coming from your different directions, as you're coming in, you see um, a man that seems to match the description. He is uh, he is sitting on, on uh, a bench. He has his legs crossed. He has a new newspaper in his hand. Um, it's folded over. He has a pencil, and it looks like he's possibly doing the jumble or doing a, um, a word search of some sort. And he has a he has a um, briefcase, a, th um, a thin briefcase that is down by his knees, and he's uh, just sitting there with the newspaper. I'm going to say that um, I'm going to say that uh, curse. You see him first. You're the first one on the scene. Okay. Um, I'll walk up to him and ask, um, "Are you Marcus?" Uh, yes, yeah, Agent Marcus. You must be Curse. That's right. Notice by the file, and then uh, and um, and then walking up right, like almost right behind you, um, is um, Lonnie. I thought I'd eat a hot dog. It's New York, right? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, were you followed? Um, I, I, I don't, I don't think so. Who would want to follow me? <laughs> and so, right at that moment, from the right side comes Doctor uh, Freeman. Uh, I'll just walk up and be like, well, hey, man, I think you took the last hot dog, so I was wondering, do you know where I can get another one? Because oh. that red eye was kind of horrible. You want to arrest this one? All right, man, I'll take it. All right. <laughs> uh, um, Agent Freeman, Dr. Freeman, um, now, can you account of uh, all your waking hours over the last 24 hours? I mean, yeah. Did it's... you write it down? Was I supposed to? Uh, oh, never mind about that. Okay. Um, and then at that moment, uh, Dr. Ward walks up. I would say probably like from behind the park bench. And he's like, there's one more that's coming, correct? And then you you walk up, uh, Dr. Ward. All right. You Marcus? Uh, yeah, Agent Marcus. All right. I'm Ward. Okay. You Let's guys do it. Uh, well, you don't look so suspicious, you four. 
Uh, somebody could be watching right now. Um, did any of you, you're sure that you had no car following you? Definitely not. Okay. All right. It's New York City. There's a ton of cars. I mean, I had to, I had to walk here. Like, I got here at like 2 o'clock in the morning, man. It's, this place is big. Have you guys all worked for the program before? Program? No. And I'll look at Marcus like... <laughs> <laughs> um, um, it, it's best to keep your voices down. Somebody could be listening. Program. Okay. I mean, uh, if I had worked for the program, why would I talk about it with you? Well, we're that's going to be on the same team, right? I mean, well, he makes maybe. That's the, I don't know anything yet. That I, I like that attitude, Doctor Ward. It, exactly. Um, trust no one. Um, I know it's a popular show right now, but um, it, but I mean it. Okay, so what I need you to do is it doesn't hurt to keep a dream journal either. You know, just when you wake up in the morning, you write down those first thoughts. You might remember something that uh, a detail about the night. People. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, let me just brief you. Okay, here's my cell phone number. Um, he, uh, well, it, uh, here's where you can reach me. He gives you a, um, a number. Um, but don't call me. I mean, absolutely call me if you have a question, but try not to call me. Okay, because I can't always uh, I can't always uh, say where I am, and uh, I don't want you to blow my cover. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah. That. Yeah. Um, uh huh. Okay. So uh, I'm glad we have all that clear. Okay. Um, it, we don't. We don't have a lot of time. Um, I'm I'm glad you guys are punctual. That's that's great. Um, okay. So so uh, here's the deal. All right. Uh, you've been called here because uh, there was a, um, a there was a strange symbol or, or something or other that uh, the, the cops here found. Uh, we had a friendly um, we had a friendly in the NYPD and in the FBI office. Uh, they tipped us off, and uh, that's why you're here. Okay, so there's some uh, there's some investigating I need you to do. Uh, there is a young woman that's gone missing, and uh, she lives in one of the brownstones, uh, uh, one of those brownstone apartment. Uh, complexes. All right. So her name is uh, Abigail Laura Wright, Abigail Wright. And uh, what really uh, what we have what we have for you is uh, he hands you over like a package, like a manila um, package. He hands it to you, um, uh, Dr. Ward. He seems to feel like he can trust you the most at this moment. He goes, okay, keep, keep this, Dr. Ward. You can you can uh, hand these out afterward. You'll find everything you need in there. Um, there, you, you have your, uh, F, you, you, you're, you're posing as the FBI. Okay. All right. Um, so you are FBI agents. You're going to help the NYPD. Um, you're going to go to this location and he gives you the location of these, uh, the, these Bramstone apartments. And, uh, he says, everything you need is, is in here. Um, your job simply is to go there, document everything that's in her apartment. Um, I've heard some things about it, document everything that's in her apartment. Um, find out what's, what is the sign? What it what it means? What this uh, this symbol that this found this occultic symbol that they found, um, and then after that, I just need you to investigate the place and see if this place has some type of um, unnatural influence in some way, um, and and might be uh, and if it's connected at all to her disappearance, and then uh, if if big if 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 for some reason um, you know if for some reason you find that the, that something that was amiss here, um, and say you unfortunately do come across the unnatural. Uh, your your directions are very clear. You're to take it out. You're to take out whatever that unnatural occurrence is in, in whatever means possible. Um, 
here's a picture of Abigail Wright. This is the last the, the day the last day she was see, um, well a year before she disappeared. Um, she disappeared on uh, well she was reported missing June fourth. Um, it June first was the last time anyone saw her. Um, no one's heard from her since. Um, here's a Polaroid of her, and it's a Polaroid of a she looks to be about 25, 26, um, attractive, and uh, it's a like a selfie basically with a Polaroid camera. So it's really off centered and flashy. And it's just, it, and, and and it's a picture of Abigail Wright. So, Marcus, she's been missing for a year. No, no, she's been missing since June first. What's the date today? It's August. Uh, it's Thursday, August tenth. So a couple months. Yeah. And who was the last person who saw her? Who filed the missing person report? Her fa her father. Uh, her father. Um, yeah, he's a police officer in Nassau County. He had some connections with NYPD, and when he realized that no one had seen her for a few days, he 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 made with his connections push it up the ladder of NYPD, and they immediately started the investigation, probably faster than they normally would on a missing persons. Is he the friendly? No, no. And in fact, um, uh, it, it, I would avoid contacting him. Um, he finally has accepted the fact that his daughter is probably dead. Hmm. I'm not sure what I've signed up for here. Um, well, you joined Delta Green. Yeah. Then you know what you signed up for. Uh, yeah, to some extent. I, I'm not entirely sure uh, what my expertise is going to be in this. What do you do? Uh, I'm, I'm an astrophysicist. <laughs> and I'll look at Marcus like... What? Yeah, I have been assured that you have been selected because your skill sets will work well together in this case and that you can get the job done. All right. Well, I'll do what I can. That's uh, that's not the attitude. Uh, someone's going to want Dr. Ward. You're going to have to watch him. Yeah, I'll see if we can keep him away from the hot dogs and check out the case. Thank you. Thank you. The, the building is called the McAllister Building. Here is a key to the building. Yes, it gives you a key, and it's, it's stamped on there. Um, it's the keys to the building, and it's to the Wright's apartment, and it says on there, do not duplicate. Oh, uh, duplicate it, right? Do you have any do, do you have any questions? Um, man, this is, this is heavy. Do you have... I'm a little like, concerned. You guys know what you signed up for, correct? Well, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, my first case i mean it's they said oh my heavy, god man oh i, I knew that someone on the inside sent me a newbie i swear to god someone's watching the kid just oh, hey man just don't get followed right. okay don't get followed oh i can handle that so he takes a quick look at his watch uh, any questions um i gotta get going no man we'll we'll call you if we need you uh, wait we're just documenting Documenting, uh, that is kind of your cover for the FBI. Everyone there is going to think you're an FBI agent. You're sent in as the analyst to document, and you need to document the whole apartment. That's part of the cover. Okay. Well, I okay. can see why I'm here. Okay. Um, and uh, again, if you need to call me, you have my number. Um, I'm not sure if I'll be around, but you have it. Um, and uh, you're going to meet. Uh, you're going to meet. You're going to meet NYPD detective. Uh, um, Oh, I can never pronounce this, this these names right. Uh, Guardana, Guardana, something of that nature. Um, you're going to meet him in the apartment. 
All right, sweet. We'll meet Mr. Gordana there. That's a, that's a name, man. That's You're going to, that's 11 a.m. He should be there. Oh, gee, we got to go. Get moving. Glad you ate a hot dog. Uh, all right, I'll see you. Thank you. <laughs> and so he gets up and he, when he, he grabs his briefcase and then starts walking and he looks back, if anybody's watching him, at least three times looks over his shoulder. And then one at one point looks back at you for gives uh gives a slight little nod, like a shake of his head, and then keeps on walking. How's he dressed? He's dressed in a suit. Dressed like a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll turn well, it should over. Should we catch a cab over to McAllister building? Not a really cab. Hard. We need like four cabs. <laughs> four, four cabs, one for each of us. And by the way, be followed. your guys's uh, your guys's rooms are all at different locations in the city. It was not convenient whatsoever. Like somebody's at a Holiday Inn, someone's over at a Marriott. You know, like you're not even in the same parts of the city. I I, I rented a car. I had to drive in from Jersey, man. So uh, I can drive us there. Okay, but I'm not interested in driving along and and chit chat. I'm just gonna like get a cab there. I'll see you over there. What was your name? Kyle? Kyat? Ward. Not you. Oh, me? You? Well, my name's Kurt. Kurt. All right. I'm going to I'm gonna take a ride with you, Kurt. I'll go All with right. you, too. Uh, cool. You sure <laughs> you don't want to man? Uh, you know what? Looks like, looks like somebody's got to watch out for the rest of you. Clearly, you're, uh, you're kind of not taking this seriously. You haven't seen a lot of dead bodies with their kind of... Uh, cult stuff going on. <laughs> well, no, no. Man. Right. I, it doesn't sound like we're gonna see a body here either. She's been missing for three months. I mean, I've seen dead bodies, man, but I don't talk about the war, man. That's 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 something else, man. Hey, right, well, you're gonna get used to talking about him. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. That's cool, man. Right. I'll tag along. You got a, you got a, you got a Thomas guide or something in the back of your car here, so we can figure out where we're going. Well, I have, I don't know, like we get to the car and there's like a whole little like map, like one of those old uh, yellow book maps. And yeah. Flip, flip through it. <laughs> and like, all right, we're here on Thirty First Street, so we gotta go up two blocks, make a left. So nice. Yes, please, uh, please immerse yourself in the year of 1995. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um. But yeah, I'll drive straight there, and I'll just be like, while I'm driving. So, did you guys come? Like, how long have you guys been here? I mean, it's probably gonna take us like twenty minutes to get there with this traffic. I mean, <sighs> yeah. So the uh, you guys have the address. It's uh, not that you need to memorize this, but it's two ten East Thirty Second Street. Um, it's it's not terribly far away from the the park. I'm not pulling up a map of Washington Square Park and finding exactly where that is at, but it'll take you. It, it, you'll be there by eleven, no matter which which way you cut. Oh, oh, all right. Yeah. Jeez, well, yeah, well, I'll just drive straight there, find a park, a good parking spot outside, and uh, like right before we get in, so well, like, right before we get out, just be like, so we're all FBI agents, right? Did you all end up going together? Yeah. Did you guys talk yeah. in Ward to go with you? Yeah, he went with us. Yeah. Okay. He said he had to look out for us or something. <laughs> okay, gotcha. So um, what are you guys doctors of, exactly? Oh, I'm a therapist, man. Well, psychotherapist, but that's that's a whole different story. So we got a therapist, 
an astrophysicist, and Dr. Ward, what about you? I'm a pathologist. When there's pathology? A, when there's somebody that's been uh, killed and, and it's getting kind of weird, I a lot of times get the call. Hmm. Well, that's cool, man. I mean, that's technically, cool. I'm a doctor, too, so I just don't flaunt it like everybody else. I don't flout mine, man. I'm not a I'm not a medical doctor. Not yet. Uh, are any of you guys concerned that they sent three doctors and and me to uh, investigate this missing woman? What are you Is like? Her bodyguard? Strange. <laughs> I'm definitely not that. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's something that takes all of our skill sets to to enjoy. You know, I mean, maybe if we put our heads together, we can come up with a good solution, man. And when somebody's missing and I get called, it, it's not usually because something good's going on. But why would they have sent the real FBI? Maybe because there's something spooky happening, man. So Agent Marcus did tell you that uh, um, there was a some sign of the occult that they have found and that's what um got tipped off to delta green and that's why you're there okay man so yeah do we want to have like different code names or like are we just going in with regular names man you can just call me dr ward okay man you can call me curse that may or may not be a fake name already <laughs> uh, you can call me Jebediah. That'll work. Man. I'm not gonna remember people's <laughs> fake names. I can remember your real names. My real names. All right. So you uh, so you arrive um, right before eleven, and uh, from the outside, it's uh, you can see that it is a um, it's like a classic brownstone style building. Um, it appears to be about three stories high. It is a building that has a um, it has a it has a front door, like the steps that lead up to it. And you know these buildings go like toward the back. You know it's like they're it's not like a house where it's like square. It's they, they, it goes toward it goes uh, from the street backwards is where all the rooms would be. Um, this one is uh, it it has like a fake castle design. Um, that's the way that uh, that's the way that it's, that it's structured. It had, um, it has a fake like. Uh, Porculus, wherever you pronounce that, right above the door. It's like a fake one. Um, it has artificial ramparts that encircle the windows and the ledges. And it's like there's these cheap concrete gargoyles uh, that watch from the rooftop. And so that's, that's what you pull up to. Oh, all right. Someone's into medieval structure. That's pretty cool. Tells us a little bit about them. Right. I believe they call it gothic. Uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, go, let's go knock. Yeah. We don't have to knock. We have keys. <laughs> so when you get up, there's a, um, it looks like the, you know, you know, that you have to do the whole buzzer thing to unlock the front door. You guys have keys, so you don't need to do that. But you notice as you come up, it's like a buzzer uh, um, intercom system. Um, and as you open the door, it opens up to um, a foyer. And it's a small marble floored uh, room, and then you see that it has the tenants' mailboxes that are um, um, that are right there, and then there's all these circulars and ads that are kind of like blowing around inside the um, inside that entryway. Obviously, people putting like you know pizza discount ads and such, and that's kind of littering the floor. 
Would uh, the key that we have work in her mailbox? Um, no, no, that's a that's a that's a separate key. Do we see her mailbox there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You see a you see a mailbox that says a dot right. Yeah. Are we being followed? Open? What was the question? Are we being followed? Is there, have we seen anybody that was at the park? Now is also here at this apartment. Yeah. Uh, you. Were, were you? We do, saw you. <laughs> were you uh, looking out as as you were driving over? I was. Oh, okay. Then go ahead and make in. Uh, let's have you doing a alertness roll. The skills are on the sheet. Uh, very handy. They're alphabetical, which is great. Failure. Uh, so yeah. So you actually. Uh, yeah, you got a you got a failure. Twenty six. So you didn't fail by you didn't fail by much. Um, I I would say that um, I'm not sure if you've been in New York City um, before or not, but like unless you're from an urban area that that is lots of traffic everywhere you're a little disoriented with how many cars how many i guess avenues there is to watch and so you're not so you're not certain dr ward and i don't know if that gives you some uneasiness that you can't be certain you weren't followed you you feel like maybe you weren't but you're not you can't be 100 percent certain can I, can I have a point of order if you fail you're supposed to click the thing next to the failure because then the next time you play, you you're adding onto it, like you learn from your failure. Yes. Yeah. So that's so, what that little check mark box is next to yes. your skill. Awesome. Thanks, Adam. No, no problem. I was reading. <laughs> <laughs> I read this time, not last time. <laughs> nice. Do I notice that Ward is like looking behind us and being sus in general? Oh, <laughs> uh, that would be up to Ward on how obvious that looks. There, where Agent Marcus was very obviously paranoid. I don't know how that manifests for Dr. Ward. Yeah, I'm not subtle about it. <laughs> okay. So uh, I would I would ask you, uh, did you see anybody following us? I don't think so. I can't be sure. I'm in a big city and uh, it's kind of crowded. It is New York City, that's true. <laughs> All right, you guys are standing, uh, you guys are standing in, in, um, in the entryway. Um, and you know, from, well, I guess you wouldn't know, but there is, there's a, on this floor, you can see down the floor, there is a, um, there's probably about four apartments that are on each floor. Because even as you look down the hallway, you can see door on one side, door across the hallway. There's an, obviously there's a stairwell that's in the center. And then beyond the stairwell, there's two more doors. Um, but the door nearest you that's on, on to your left which would be the apartment that would be the front of the building. So that when you walked up into the brownstone, you see, you know, a set of windows, set of windows, set of windows, because the building's three stories high. And when you see that first set of windows, uh, that is the room that's open. And that would be um, Abigail Wright's apartment. Okay. And you see, uh, you see like the, the um, you see like the, the shoes of, an, of uh, like shiny black shoes and trouser pants of someone that's like standing in there and you can, Hear a, you can hear a, a, um, you can hear a couple of voices talking coming from that direction, but th this this uh, um, this entryway is really small. So you just have like you just have the um, the mailboxes, and then you have this open apartment off to your left. All right, <clears throat> I guess we'll just walk walk on over and unlock the door, man. Well, there's a man that there's a there's a man oh, standing there's... in it. Oh. He's talking to um, you, you, um, he's talking to um, a person that's shorter. It's a woman that's with him, and uh, he uh, he turns around to you, um, and he's uh, he's about six one, pretty tall. Um, he has dark he has dark skin. He's either probably 
Puerto Rican or or um, or, um, or Dominican somewhere in there, and uh, he turns around and uh, and and with a um, um, like with a really uh, a bright smile, he turns around. And he's like, "Hi, uh, you must be the FBI agents. I can tell by your identification. Um, I am uh, um, NYPD Detective Graham Guaradanda. Uh, welcome to the well. We can't say crime scene, but welcome to this case." Well, I'll stick my hand out and go. Hi, uh, Jeremiah Freeman. How's it? How's it going? Uh, nice to meet you. And he gives you a firm. Uh, he gives you a firm handshake. Uh, these are these are my associates. We are. Uh, tell me what you know. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, well, one, we are glad to have some help. Um, this case went. Um, this case went cold real fast, and um, there really hasn't been much new developments. I will just. Uh, I'll tell you what I know, and if you guys have any, uh, if you have any questions, then uh, feel free to ask me. Okay, um, he's standing. He takes up most of the door frame, so from from uh, around him, you can kind of see a kitchenette, you know, as from the entryway, and that's about it because of what, uh, how he's standing, you can't see into the apartment yet. So he's kind of giving this debrief uh, quickly as he is uh, standing in front of the doorway, um, and he said, uh, "This is Agent Sellers, by the way. Um, she's the." Uh, um, she's with me and there's, and, um, and she's a, well, she seems really short, but she's cause he's so tall. Um, but she's an African American woman, about probably about 42, 43. And she just puts out a, a hand and quickly shakes your guys' hands. And so, um, so he says, okay, so, uh, let's, uh, where do we start here? So, um, Abigail Wright, uh, is the, the missing person. And, uh, she was last seen, uh, June 1st. By the by, by the tenants here, um, we've inter interviewed each of the tenants. Um, we've we've been here to the apartment twice. Um, we visited the building about four times, but we've actually only entered the apartment um, just twice. We have a very we have a very busy caseload, and it, it's just the fact that um, you know her father is a is a is a police officer himself, and he he kind of pushed it to get us going on it, um, but we really haven't. We haven't got a lot to go off of right now. Okay, so um, w the interesting thing about this uh, case is that um, she's been missing, and the door was locked from the inside. So, um, and no one has seen her since then. And so, um, what about her normal, like personal items and stuff? You know, like her purse and her car keys. Uh, interestingly enough, we. Um, you know, she had a credit card that was used on August 4th, uh, two months after. Um, it was used in Patience, Maryland to purchase, um, of all things, a pack of cigarettes. And um, we, at that time, the FBI got involved because we thought maybe it's a possible kidnapping. Um, but as they tracked down that lead, um, um, there's the, the, it was a fake signature on the, on the credit card. And uh, from what we can get, and the person that was using it was a homeless person. Uh, what we can gather is, for some one reason or another, she must have threw it out, and it, and it, you know, it got it just wound up in that person's hands. Uh, so that was a dead end. Um, what was the date of that transaction? August fourth. Uh, August fourth. Okay. Uh, just just last week. Did she have a job? Uh, well, it's, so uh, everyone in this building is a is an artist. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> so she, 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 she's an artist. Uh, she's a, I guess, a painter. Um, from what our background revealed is that, um, you know, she, she had last late last year, she had her first show here um, at, at the at the Mercury. 
the trendy trendy gallery downtown on Franklin Street, and she managed to sell uh, 15 pieces. Uh, and with that money, she took half the year off to focus on her painting. That's what we've gathered so far. Um, but six months later, she disappeared. And so um, uh, from there, uh, we, we we just really, guys, have no leads. Just no leads. Um, what, what kind of art? Contemporary? Postmodern? Modern? Sellers? Uh, you know, they both look at each other kind of like this look on their face of, like, confusion. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so it seems like they're not okay. the art type. <laughs> what about personal connections? Uh, how so? Like, you know friends partners romantic interests people that were around a lot knew her well um well it looked like uh you know it it, it looked like she's been kind of i wouldn't say reclusive but talking to the to some of the stores that she would frequent around here no one no one's really seen her in like a month before she disappeared you know they had said she'd just stopped coming around so um yeah, other than that, we don't have any known friends. Uh, she moved to New York about seven years ago. I worked some odd jobs trying to get on her feet, made that made that made those sales of art, and since then she's had the, she's been taking six months off with that money to focus on her art. Apparently, that's that's about all we know. Have you guys been to the art gallery at all? Uh, oh, the art gallery that she sold that at? Yeah, the Mercury. Uh, I think we sellers that you. And then Sellers goes, oh, we ran it by nothing. In fact, it was six months ago that she was there. So so she took six months off from this gallery? She, uh, well, she sold uh, 15 pieces at that gallery, made quite a bit of money, and, and decided she'd take half a year off so she can focus on creating more art. So take half a year off of what? Uh, working, doing any type of work but art. All right, so Does do she we know where she worked? Uh, we don't, uh, sellers and then sellers checks the notebook and says, it looks like she was, a uh, uh, um, had some odd jobs, like a part-time waitress, part-time, uh, filer for some office. Um, her employment history seems pretty scant. Like it's uh, she holds a job for three or four months, gets another job, maybe goes unemployed for a month and gets back on a job. You said she took six months off. Where's her art? Where's the art she was making in that six months? Um, well, maybe it's time to show you the apartment. Okay. So he uh, he gets out of the doorway. And as you, um, I'm assuming you follow him in. Yeah. So what you see is that um, with, the, with the exception of the kitchenette that you can see through the doorway, um, and the, the apartment is a pretty good size apartment for New York standards, but it is uh, every wall and every surface that you can see all around you is just covered um, in junk that has been epoxied to the wall. Uh, the floor uh, carpet has been ripped out. Um, it's a, and um, and Gordana says that they ripped it out, you know, just to um, just to see if there's anything under it. So it's just uh, plain concrete on the floor, and then um, all sorts of just random items are um, are glued to the wall with um, um, with full bond epoxy. And so as you just quickly see. Um, as you're looking around uh, around the room, um, there's sets of dentures, partial dentures, dentures. There's a 1940s style wheelchair that's just in pieces that are stuck to the wall. There's uh, shirts set in shoes and briefcases. There's assorted radio uh, radio equipment that you know that are, look like it's from all different types of decades. There's all manner of jewelry, earrings, necklaces, 
different papers of all ages and designs. Um, some look to be in English, some in Spanish, some in Mandarin. Um, and basically there's tons of diff different random items appearing random that are stuck all to the walls all throughout. In fact, when you first look at it, it looks, um, it, it, it just looks like an obsessive compulsive dream. Is there anything on the floor or is everything attached to the wall? Everything is attached to the wall. <clears throat> so is it, is it more of like everything's on the walls and like the, it continues like, like if it's on the, the entryway wall, side wall, mm -hmm. where the windows are, back wall, and then does it continue into like the, into like another room? Yeah. So the way the room is laid out is um, when you, um, when you walk in, there's uh, that's this is pretty much the main uh, like the main room, mm -hmm. and then um, it's it's mainly in the main the main living room is where all this is attached to. She does have a she does have a bedroom. Okay. And and just a and just a toilet, so it's really a two room apartment. Okay. And it's the yes. living room area, the main room that takes up most of the square footage of the of the apartment that is just wall to wall, all four walls, um, with all of this junk on it. Okay. Uh, have you guys inventoried this, taken pictures? Um, <laughs> that's why you're here. And act actually, as he says that, I'm gonna be pulling out my um, camera and I'm snapping pictures of like each individual item. Okay. <laughs> um, Chris, so Chris, I'm gonna want some of those pictures. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, of course. So he, uh, um, well, he now he goes. Well, that's why you're here, and so he. He uh, he points you over to on the counter. The kitchenette is a um, like a banker's box, and uh, in the banker's box is um, bags for evidence. Uh, it has uh, cameras. It has uh, tons of rolls of film. It's basically everything that you need to do the cataloging job of an FBI agent that's cataloging this scene. Mm. Okay. But, yeah, I'm, but honestly, honestly. Um, gentlemen, I, I'm eager to let the feds do their job. We've been beating our head over this for a couple of months now, and hopefully you find something in amidst all of this, all of this, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. I've never seen anything like this shit, guys. I'm just being honest. Um, I'm glad you're here, and I, I'm, I'm willing to help you in any way that I can. Oh, well, we, we appreciate it, and I'll stick my hand out and give me a firm handshake. And uh, if you want to do me a, one favor, um, Go ahead and give me a copy of your notes if, uh, if possible. Just what you got. Um, certainly. Um, Sellers, you have the, and she pulls out kind of like a um, mimeograph. Something, yeah, to hand to you. That's, that's, uh, yeah, that, that's the notes. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you, Ms. Sellers. Uh, is there a bedroom too, or is it just a studio? No, there's a bedroom. There's a bedroom, okay. yeah. Okay. Same thing in the bedroom? stuff attached to the wall uh it's it, not as much in the bedroom it kind of spills into the bedroom but it looks okay. like she did most of her work right out there um the bed is um there's no sheets on it no pillow nothing just a bare mattress okay is, is it on the floor the mattress is on the floor no? <laughs> no it's just on it it's on a box spring but that's on the floor so it's a box okay. spring and a mattress and that's it no headboard nothing like that detective do you have any theories about uh uh, how she left the apartment we heard that it was locked from the inside yeah that's uh surprising we aren't certain about that um 
I mean, I guess you can lock it and then try to close it, but these old doors are a little sticky like that. I'm not, we aren't certain how she did that. I mean, maybe she climbed out the window, but the window we tested, we looked at the window, there's nothing, no tampering of it, no evidence of a break in. Um, it was, the window was locked as well. Okay. So the box that he gives you, it just says evidence FBI white planes, um, right? A 10 August 95. It's like the date you know, that you guys are starting this. It has four Polaroid cameras and 100 packs of film. And so it basically allows you to take 800 photographs. So all the photographs that you would need. So there's latex gloves, evidence bags, stickers, ceiling tape, as well as a manifest list so that you can make a list of what's in the box. What's in the box? <laughs> um, well, I will let you get to it. All right, thank you. Um, um, do you have any questions about anything? Any other questions about the building? Uh, um, you didn't ask, but um, the building's owned by Art Life. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a nonprofit. They purchase buildings like these to do mm -hmm. low cost rent to artists. Oh, actually, I do have one question. Did you ever get in touch with the person who owns the art gallery? Uh, no, it, no, we did not. Uh, that uh, sellers, and then she's the one that speaks up again about the art gallery. She goes, uh, it was a dead end because she'd only visited there once for the show six months ago and has since then not come back because she's been focusing on her art. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sellers, uh, are you FBI? Uh, no, I, I'm NYPD. NYPD through and through. Well, uh, well, we won't keep you any longer. Um, we know how to get a hold of you. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yeah. And um, I turn this over to you. Have a good Great. day. You too. Thank you. And so, uh, yeah. Uh, so, Detective Guardanda and Agent Sellers, uh, or Detective Sellers, I should say, uh, walk out, and then um, they get in their car and they they zoom off. I'll be the one to close the door. So, like, when I close the door, is it like? Um... One of those old doors where you have to lift up a little bit and then put some weight into it to close it, or is it one of those that just kind of like slides and closes? It, I mean, it closes. Uh, it, it, I mean, it closes. It's not one that it's not like old and decrepit or anything. You don't have to lift off the door off the hinge to close it. But it is a it's a pretty solid solidly constructed door. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, let's go take a look at this bed because I'm wondering why there's no sheets on it. Because if somebody was, something happened to somebody on it, maybe uh, they took the sheets off. She, she seems like a wacko, right? Well, yeah, this lady, in my professional opinion, and correct me if I'm wrong, Kurt, I would say she's whack. <laughs> I, I'd say, I, th I don't know, I, I can't, I can't even say yet. The, 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 the. Hamster has definitely fallen off the wheel somewhere. <laughs> well, most definitely, but the hamster wouldn't fall off the wheel without a reason. Yeah. Uh, whatever she is, somebody was willing to pay a lot of money for some of her work. So yeah, whatever I'm weirdness is out there, there's somebody else that's into it. Yeah, I think uh, following up with the uh, the gallery people might be nice to see who bought some of that work. Yeah, that's what I was... That's but nice. here, come help me flip this mattress. Yeah, I'll walk over and help him flip the mattress. Is there anything like underneath it or underneath the? 
underneath the mattress. The mattress. Yeah, underneath the back springs of the mattress. We're just kind of looking around. Okay. There is nothing under the mattress. Nothing weird. All right. No. Hey, now is that we're kind of uh, alone and not in the car anymore, I want to check out what's in this uh, Mandela envelope I got earlier. Oh, that's that's your guys's uh, FBI agent badges. Okay. Your FBI yeah, agent badges. You're the key, the Polaroid picture of Abigail Wright. Can, can we identify where that picture was taken? Was it taken somewhere in the apartment? Um, it looks like it's a Polaroid selfie. You know, so um, part of the one whole side of the picture is like a flash, <laughs> like a flash. Uh, uh, looks uh, like a like a bathroom. You know, looks like you probably can't tell the surrounding behind it because it's such a close up. You know. We can we we can't confirm that she took that picture in her own bathroom. No, no, okay. it's just that you don't see it with the flash. You don't see a lot of the background of the photo. Okay, so it's it's mostly greeny and there's that big bright spot. Okay. Yeah. What does it smell like in here? It smells like epoxy. It smells like a glue smell. What is what does her bedroom smell like? That, wow, that's a weird question. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, it, uh, like a bit of the same because the, the door is open and it's um, presumably been open for a couple months and so it's just wafting in there. It doesn't smell uh, like anything. Are there any other exits in the house? Like, like there's not a back door. Or, there's just windows. Yeah, just the window. That's um, yeah, just the window that's looking right to the back. If you peer out of it, you can probably see your car. Um, I'm gonna go back into the kitchen or the main the main area. Okay. And I'm gonna stand at like. Like I'm gonna try and find a spot where I can see the majority of the room. Okay. Is there like and I, and I look at all the stuff that she has plastered on the walls and is there like any kind of order like like small thing, big thing, medium sized thing, small, 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 big, or is there like some kind of repeating order? Is there some kind of um... like so you're looking to see if there's some type of pattern to it? Yeah, some kind of pattern or sequence. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Um, so there's no uh, pattern to it, like when you're looking at it. it. Doesn't feel like she's organized things in like some type of like known pattern that you can see from it. It would take you time to start searching through it just to see what's there. Of course, from when you when you're looking at it right now, it it is almost overwhelming with how much stuff is glued to the wall, almost to the point that it's like you can't really center on like just one thing. It's going to take you time to catalog, basically. Yeah. So. I I, I would definitely stand there and just, just keep looking. So. Yeah, keep staring at it. Okay. The answer's here. Yeah. <laughs> I can see if uh, if we can tell what was the most recent addition, right? Is any of the epoxy more fresh or more aged? Okay. Um, well, let's do this then. Let's do first, let's, uh, and you guys can all um, make this roll. You can either do a bureaucracy roll or an, an intelligence times five roll. Um, it, this is just a, so you kind of get in, so you can kind of get a feeling of how long it's going to take to really give this the look that you're trying to do. You're looking for patterns. You're looking for, is there certain spots that are, you know, more, more aged than others, all of that. So when you say intelligence times five, what do you mean? So take your intelligence score. I think if you, um, I don't have mine filled out here, but you can do the times five rolling. So if you look next to your stat on um, on your character sheet, mm -hmm. right next oh, to it says okay. the times five. So if you just roll your, well, somebody tried. If you roll your intelligence, I think it does the times five automatically. Okay. But go ahead. And... Just, okay. Yep. So it's, so it's either intelligence times five oh. or bureaucracy. Yeah. Okay. I'll just do bureaucracy. Because that's easy. 
We've all failed. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a, there's a success intelligence <laughs> roll. No, that was that was the test. Oh. Yeah, I was just playing with it. Yeah. All right, so as you, it's fitting that um, it's fitting that um, Dr. Freeman's the one that made it. You know, so you, Dr. Freeman, you just know in your past work, um, you know kind of how long kind of things take. And as you're looking at this, looking for a pattern, trying to get a feel of what the whole room looks like, it, it looks like if, there, if there's four of you doing it, that this is going to take you probably between two to three days uh, of eight-hour days of the four of you going through this room to really get an idea of, the questions that you've already raised is there a pattern is there any item that stands out is there is there something that's newer than something else it's going to take you about that long to do that job of the fbi that you've been hired to do that you've been assigned to do okay so this is a thursday so it's going to take you into the weekend to do this okay. so what does the rest of the room look like like i know there's stuff like glued to the wall but is it messy other than that like is there is there furniture like, uh, there's no furniture no furniture and, yeah, is, no, it, is it like there's no like fast food wrappers or something like littered on the floor does it look like she meticulously took care of this place except for everything on the wall basically uh you can't really tell because there's nothing in, it's almost like that's nothing in the apartment you know so i mean it doesn't look like it's been cleaned in a while i mean it's been vacant for almost three months now two to three months you know I go look in her pantry and refrigerator and stuff. Sure. I was just about to say that. You beat me to it. <laughs> yeah. So so in her refrigerator, you see that um, there is food in there, like um, tortillas. Um, there are um, some, like a, uh, you know, like a jug of milk. Um, it doesn't look, it looks like she needs to make a store trip for sure. Um, but there's just, uh, there, there's items in there that like some yogurt. So some items in there that maybe a, a single person would have since they're only feeding themselves what's the expiration date on the milk uh it says it's march 13th what's her bathroom look like um her bathroom has uh just one mirror um it has a uh roll of toilet paper and then that is it no shower curtain hmm. is if i look on the floor and is there is a part of the floor closer to the tub spongy? Like if you're taking a shower, all the water would just come out and seep right here on the floor. Um, it has the normal wear and tear of a, I mean, of a building that's been at least it's it's this old. Okay, so. But only the roll of toilet paper. That's it. Just roll of no, toilet paper. No nothing else. Feminine hygiene products. No. Yeah, nothing like that. Nothing. Is there like a medicine cabinet, like behind the mirror? I can like open the mirror. And... Yeah. Okay. Like, is there anything in there? There's nothing in there. Hmm. Pretty grimy. Hasn't been clean in a while, but there's nothing in it. Are we sure this girl lived here? What? Um, what was the occult sign that we were supposed to be looking for? Because this just seems like crazy. Crazy could also be occult. They did not, uh, Agent Marcus just said one was found. He didn't say what it was, but... Yeah, we didn't ask the detective either. Hmm. It could have been on the carpet that they removed, but... What, uh, what's the biggest thing on the wall? Uh, the biggest probably single item is probably the, like, the 1940s-looking wheelchair. How, and how high up is it? Is it, like, ground-level, chest-level... Or like 
It's like a like it's like chess level. Okay. And it's glued to the wall. So she would have had to make some quite some noise to put it on the wall. Especially since it's awkward and it's a wheelchair. Hey Ward, let's go uh, talk to some neighbors. Yeah. All right, sounds good. Uh, you guys do cross uh, across. We we go. We'll go upstairs. See if we hear anything. You guys want to split up? Yeah, two and two. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, We're gonna do lunch soon. Just <laughs> a hot dog, man. <laughs> that was at nine thirty. It's eleven o'clock now. Why did you eat a hot dog at nine thirty? <laughs> What's wrong with you? It's New York. I'd never had one. <laughs> hey, man, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. It's like a thing, man. It's like going oh, to get a... You also get some pizza while we're here. Yeah, yeah. we could go get a slice. Oh, at the Big Apple. Go... Anyway. Okay, so... anyways. <laughs> All right, Kurt, you're with me. These All other right. two people weird me out. All right, yeah, we'll, we'll, go, we'll take the apartments upstairs. Like, we'll just go upstairs, like one floor. Okay. So who, who's downstairs? I guess that'd be me and Ward. We're gonna do the next door neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So we. So you have. There's two other apartments. Uh, there's four. There's. Uh, there are. Let's see. On this floor, there's three because the mailboxes take up where the repeating floors would be an apartment. The mailbox in the central corridor. Uh, the other the other floors are you can tell these are uh, with this type of brownstone. Each floor has four apartments to it. The first floor has three, so there's two other tenants down here on this on this floor. So that's where you guys are going. Yeah, we'll go to the nearest one. Okay, the nearest right one is um, yeah, it's uh, um, what are you guys doing? Just knocking on the door. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll knock. Um, so, um, a, a man opens the door. He first just kind of like peers his eyes out. He's like, and he sees the badge. He's like, oh, oh dear. Um, can, can I help you? Um, he looks to be, uh, he's in his twenties. Uh, yes, we're with the FBI. We're here to ask some questions about Abigail, right? Oh, uh, yeah, Laura. Okay. No, no, Abigail, right. Oh, I call her Laura. She, that's her middle name. Were you friends with Laura? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, we lived, lived here together. Like you lived together or just as neighbors? Oh, as neighbor, as neighbors. No, nothing like that. When did you last see Laura? Oh, it's been a couple months. Well, yeah, she's been missing. So when was the last time you saw her, do you recall? Uh, just, she probably was going into her apartment late may and then uh and then um a few days later the, the cops are here what kind of art do you do um mainly uh landscapes um experimental art um yeah yeah you guys want you guys want to come in you know stand here in the hallway sure sure yeah Okay, so uh, his uh, his apartment's pretty uh, his apartment's pretty austere. It almost looks like a um, like the you know like a uh, hotel suite in an apartment. That's what it looks like. Um, 
Yeah, so that's just what you look. It doesn't look like homey at all, you know. Can I trouble you for a cup of coffee? Uh, sure, sure, sure. Um, or tea or whatever you have, water sure. if nothing else. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. And he goes over and um, it just uh, goes over to the sink. So, have you seen Abby's apartment? Do you know what her latest art project was? Um, no, I don't. Um, was she working on something? Apparently, she hasn't been working for the last few months uh, working on an art project. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so she hasn't shared it with me, though, what she's been working on. Yeah, it sounded like she had a really good showing at a gallery a few months back. Did you see any of that work? Um, I did not. I did not. I saw as she was working on it, um, I don't like to, like, see the process. I like to see the ending result. And I, I really only got to see the process. And I, I can even tell by the process, though, that she's magnificent. She, and it doesn't surprise me she's gone. I don't think New York can hold her a soul like that. What, what was she like? Was like, she a nice person? Was she? Oh yes. Introverted. Yeah, Laura was uh, very outgoing. Um, she had she had an old soul. Did we ever catch this guy's name? No. <laughs> uh, what's, what's his? I'll ask him. I guess. Uh, my name is Thomas. Thomas. Thomas Manuel. And he's uh, he's Hispanic. He's about 20, 25, 26, about the same age as she was. So you said you were friends with Laura. Anybody else on this in this building that you guys are also friends with? Maybe would know more information about Laura. Um. No, I mean Rogers. Rogers okay. Um, Michelle is. Oh, she's Michelle. Um, and nobody else was friends with her. Uh, well, Lewis, there's only there's only uh, besides besides Abby, there's only. Um, there's only four of us, five total. Well, now that Abby's gone, four of four of us, four tenants. And you didn't hear anything strange, nothing coming from her apartment, nobody, no visitors. Um, no. No. What was it about her process that, you know, stuck out to you? I well, do uh, have you studied art? Oh, a little bit. Okay, it's just, um, she just had a vision. It's a thing you can't teach an artist. And that's what she had. And it's just, uh, she was a visionary. Well, I say was, because everyone says she's disappeared, but I, I think she's still very much alive. So she is a visionary. Are you saying that based off of, well, he hasn't, he hasn't seen her apartment the way it currently is, right? Uh, no, that's what, that's what he's told you. I'm going to have a little aside with Curse. So uh, you think we should uh, invite him over to take a look at her process and see if he can uh, give us any tips, any clues? Maybe. That's a good idea. Yeah. All right. Let's invite him over. You're inviting him over to... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, so Thomas, Thomas, you want to come by next door and check out uh, Laura's apartment and see if uh, 
you can you know just share some some of your thoughts as a as an artist on what her most recent work was uh, i don't know how i don't know how i don't know if i feel comfortable with that that's her home she could be coming back i wouldn't want to tell uh laura that i i saw her work in progress what kind of art did she produce uh well, i believe i answered that it, it was like it was very uh visionary well sure but like was it landscapes was it portraits what were her subjects uh, probably more landscapes uh, more um scenery from her own imagination fantasy somewhat um i i've lost those details because every time i looked at one of her pieces it was she said something special there was just a you could tell it was her you know what I mean? You could tell it was her. You mind sharing any of your pieces with us? I'd love to see some of your experimental landscapes. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been, as you say that, you notice that around the room, there's no art supplies, there's no easel set up, you know? Um, and actually, what's your, um, what's your human intelligent, your human, both of you? 10. 10. <laughs> I have a 60. 60 okay so um so you notice um i gotta get your guys' names down <laughs> uh, curse um you notice that um that he doesn't have any he doesn't have any visual art supplies in there um but he just seems to have a lot of stereo equipment and it looks to be very high quality so uh thomas i'm uh i'm an archivist and this looks like some pretty fancy recording equipment you have here Yes. Um, you also noticed, because you said you were 60? Yeah. That um, you noticed that he doesn't have any books, magazines, no cassettes, no compact discs, none of that is anywhere in sight anyways. Well, uh, Thomas, do you want to come with us and check out Abigail's apartment? I, I don't. I would feel uncomfortable. Okay. Um. I guess maybe we'll come back, Dr. Ward? Yes, yeah. uh, I, I may be here, I may not. Um, I, I work in the basement, the, the, night, the night manager often lets me in and maybe I, if I'm not here, that's probably where I'll be. You work in the basement? Yeah, so the basement of these buildings is only accessible from the outside. You have uh, so you have the front steps going up, and then you if you go down the to the end of the end of the brownstone, there's steps that go down to a basement. And he told so, you that the night manager at nighttime lets him lets him into the basement. So, so the basement is where uh, you have your work, then, Thomas. Uh, yeah, yeah. Would Would you mind showing us your workshop? Um, just, um right now. Yeah, right now sounds good. Um, oh, okay. Uh, let me just find my, and he kind of pats his, let me just find the key. And so he goes and grabs the key. So, And at that moment, we'll, just, we'll, we'll go to that next. We'll go to the other two of you. So you guys are going to the next floor. Um, mm -hmm. That um, is uh, Dr. Freeman. And um, do you just go by Lonnie then? Adam, your character just goes by Lonnie? Yes, Lonnie. Lonnie, okay. Because he's Native American, right? Yeah. That's short for, what's that short for? Long Pope. <laughs> Long Pope, okay. So you guys were headed upstairs, you said, right? Just... Yeah. Okay. Um, 
And I would like to go to the apartment that's directly above hers. Directly above hers, okay. Yeah. Knock on the door. Okay, so as you get up to this one, so as you're do you guys look at the the the, um, the four apartments, like the four doors? Yeah, like so it's, I'm guessing it's like the stairs come up and then there's apartment on the on the right, apartment on the left, and then it goes down and there's two more behind, right? Yeah, so when you walk the stairs, the stairs are in the center of the building. And so yeah. when you get to when you get to any floor, uh, you have two apartments that are on your left and two apartments that are on your right. One they yeah. they, they face each other basically. So it's one on each side of the hallway. So. Um okay, quick question. So the two apartments on the right, are there doors like basically next to each other or are they like, across the hall? They're across the hall from each other. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So then, um, so you're going to the one that's directly right above Abigail's, right? So yeah. Okay. So you knock on the door, and then and, um, he's a he's a young um, young man. He's probably in his late. Uh, let's see. He's probably uh, maybe late twenties, and uh, he opens the door and, and he just kind of peeks out. Same thing that Thomas did. He kind of peeks out. And he kind of has disheveled hair, and uh, and he's like, "Yes, yes. Can I help you?" Hi. Um... My name is uh, Jebediah Freeman, and this is my uh, this is my associate. Um, we are currently looking into a, into the disappearance of a young woman who lived below you. Um, I'm only wondering if you had a time for uh, answer a couple of questions. Um, uh, sure. Yeah, come on, come on in. Oh, thank you. I'll we'll walk in. I'll wipe my feet before I go in. Okay. <laughs> Uh, as you're wiping your feet, uh, you notice uh, that his apartment's a total dump. So as you're wiping your feet, you're being courteous, but you almost have that feeling of like, I don't know if I need to wipe my feet in this place. <laughs> so this apartment, from, right, from the, right from the entryway, you can tell it's littered with uh, grease-stained pizza boxes, there's paint containers, there's dirty clothing. Um, from here, you can see the sink, that the garbage is under the sink, but it's stirring out all over the kitchen. And then he, uh, he just kind of scratches his head. He's like, "Yeah, sorry about the, sorry about the mess." Oh, hey, don't, don't even worry about it, man. It's, it's all right. It's all right. I, my dorm was worse than this in college. Uh, and uh, he's kind of scratches his head. And I would say that, that you have the thought that your dorm was not worse than this in college. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that was just a said making. Uh, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, how how can I help you? Yeah, so um, we are currently, well, quick question. How are you with your neighbors? I, I don't really talk to them much. I kind of keep, keep to myself. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and what was your name? Uh, my name's uh, Lewis Post. Um, I, I'm an illustrator. Oh, okay. Well, pleasure to meet you, Lewis. Um, you, you, may have seen, you may have seen my work. Oh. I, I illustrate for like Dark Horse sometimes and also like um, I'm trying to get to Marvel, but they haven't called me back. But um, yeah, I'm an, I'm an illustrator. Okay, cool. Cool. Oh, that's, oh, wow. Um, so quick question, Lewis. Have you had any troubles with your uh, downstairs paper? Down to what, manual? No, no, no. Um... Oh my God, Abigail. 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 Thank you. Oh, Abigail. Um, no, no, I, I haven't seen her much. No. Um, 
have you have you heard any uh, weird bangings or anything unconventional coming from down there? Uh, well, everyone in this building are artists. It's not uncommon to hear hammering and banging because, you know, we, we're all married to our work, so to speak. I understand. I understand. But your work doesn't involve any hammering or banging, I would I would assume. Uh, no, but artists, you know, um, painters and such, um, the physical artists, you know, that, that physically get involved with their work. Uh, I, I don't know much about Abigail's work, but I'm just saying it's not uncommon in our, to hear noises. Okay. Um, when was the last time you saw Abigail? Uh, it was May, I think. What, do, what it's what's today? Oh. We're in August. Okay. Uh yeah, it was in May. Yeah. May? Okay. Um do you remember seeing uh seeing her come home, seeing uh seeing her hearing her arrive home? Uh, no, I didn't even know she was missing till the NYPD said something about it. Mm. So, how long have you lived here? Uh, about a about a year. Yeah. Yeah. And are you? Uh, how did you find out about this place? Uh, art life. Art life. Uh, I was looking for a place to stay, and art life. Uh, you know, they've been good to me. This doesn't yeah. co- doesn't cost me much. What? How did you find out about them? Uh, I was at a show. I was at a show, and then yeah. um, uh, Miss Lachance was there. She's the represents Art Life. She's the manager, um, and uh, yeah, we struck up conversation. I said I do illustrations, and she said what kind of illustrations, and I showed her some of my portfolio. And then uh, yeah, she said, you know, would you like a chance to focus on your work without paying all the New York City's high costs and I said absolutely and that's what I did and um I don't regret it. I don't regret it. You have any any knowledge of how they managed to do that? Uh they're a nonprofit. They buy buildings and uh rent them out to, you know, up and coming artists. You gotta have you gotta have money to buy a building. No, they're they're an organization. That's what they do. I they have right. money, I'm sure. Uh it's kind of I'm sure this place was bustling when they first bought it, but um, there's not that many of us here now. Yeah. But um, where did the rest of them go? Uh, they just moved out. I don't think they're trying to fill the rooms, though. Yeah? Yeah, I don't think they're... It doesn't seem like they're trying to get more tenants. I don't know. I so don't know their anybody, plans. Does anybody live on the third floor? On the third floor? Yeah. No, no one lives on the third floor. So just... Uh, just And anybody else live on the second floor? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what's uh the author? The Van uh, Fitz somebody. She's a woman. Okay. Um, she lives on this floor. You right. mentioned uh, Lachase, Miss Lachase, was that correct? Yeah, and then how they there's one, two, three. Yeah, just uh, just yeah, just her. Okay. Um, um, Miss LaChase, yes, yeah, she's the manager, Art Life. Okay. Uh, do you have her contact information? Um, sure. Sure. And he kind of goes and finds her card and gives it to you. Oh, perfect. I'll take Who took the notes from, I think it was, uh, I think Jonathan did, did it, took the notes from Detective uh, Guardadona. Guardadona. 
Yeah, he's got the Manila yeah. envelope. Well, that was the one from Agent Marcus. But you also gave uh, you asked for like a summary of the NYPD's oh, the notes, notes yeah. and so you have oh, that as well. Uh, that's yeah. Um. Uh, and you mentioned an art show. Um, did did anyone else from here uh, take their take their work to 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 this art show, or was this like a random um, art show? I, I don't know. I don't go to those. Uh, I I I go to uh, illustrators. Don't have those types of shows. We no, do a lot I mean, of freelance work. But you did say that uh, you met Mr. Chase at an art show, and I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to connect some some threads in other in other places. Why do you think that someone at the shows did something to her? Uh, that that I'm not able to say. I guess it's your it's your job to be suspicious. I understand. Um, but yeah, getting back to my question. You met Mr. Chase at this art show, and oh. uh, was this the only art show that you've been to? Or oh, I see what you're saying now. I thought you were talking about Abigail. Miss uh, Miss Lachance is. Uh, I I met her at an art show. I'm not quite certain which show it was, um, but she's the one that told me about the building. Okay. She's a really she's really nice. She's almost uh, motherly. Does she does she live in the building or is she uh no their offices are just uh about a mile away okay, okay. great okay um uh, th- one, oh, go ahead, go ahead. oh i was gonna say i'm i don't have anything else to ask him other than uh you ever think about hiring a cleaning lady <laughs> yeah i i know it's a bit it's a bit messy yeah is that part of your process or or um um yeah it's a i don't it's a bit messy i'm sorry i'm really sorry you don't have to be sorry i just uh you know there's there's we we could do stuff about that there's a dumpster outside oh you want to help me clean it no no i don't want to help you clean it but you know you can hire people okay i'll 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 look into it okay um yeah that's uh that's about all we got for you um and we'll We'll start, start to leave, and I'll turn around. But actually, one one last thing. What, uh, Very Columbo. I like it. With uh, ah, you see someone else. Go for it. Um, one about more Abigail. thing <laughs> about Abigail. Um, and again, this might be beating on the same drum, but have you heard? Have you heard from her or seen anybody go uh, in and out? replace no i i I mean i just keep to myself i I don't really know i I don't really know i i wish i could be more help i I really do plenty plenty of help thank you thank you lewis and i'll reach out and shake his hand okay he gives you a very weak handshake no i'll like pat him on the shoulder okay (laughs) okay uh you have you have a good day then okay um close the door and we will just go down to the bottom floor and then we'll hit you guys up for the other one in a second. Mm-hmm. So you guys are, uh, so, uh, Thomas Manuel take, uh, Manuel takes you outside and, uh, kind of fumbles with the keys at the basement door. And, um, yeah, he lets you, uh, he lets you in. So now you said the night manager usually lets you in, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. 
But you have keys? Um, yes, I do. Well, I have to ask his permission, you know, because, you know, if he comes down here for cleaning supplies and I say, I don't want to startle him. About how often do you work down here? I try to get down every night, but sometimes I don't make it. What keeps you away? Um, just, you know, sometimes I'm just not in the mood. Who's the night manager? Uh, his name's Mr. Castain. Mr. Castain. So as you, as he opens the door and kind of flips on the light, um, it's, a, it's pretty small. And it looks like he's converted into like a little mini painting studio. And it smells of oils and uh, paint thinner. Um, but it it doesn't, uh, well, well, you guys are with him, but we'll, we'll get back to that. So there's a large canvas that's, um, that is, uh, that is, there's a blank canvas that's over there on the side. It's kind of commanding the room because it's pretty large. And then across it, it just says on the top, it's like a little, like a tacked on piece of paper that says, uh, it just says my great work. So, uh, Thomas, is this your great work? In it's in process. Yes, in process. So you haven't started yet. Uh, I I have. I have. Just um, I'm visualizing it right now. So uh, you see alone here in the basement. You see that um, you see it's real fast. You just see there's there's three plastic pails of linseed oil that are carefully stacked in the middle of the room. And there's a note that's taped to it. But what did you ask? Um, what did you ask him? I'm sorry, John. I ask, uh, Thomas, do you always work alone in the basement? Yes, yes. I, I can't work when others are watching me. Do any and, of the other tenants work in here when you're not here? God, I hope not. This is my studio. Well, I mean, not technically. You just, you know. The, the night manager lets you work here. I didn't know if you had that same arrangement with anybody else. Oh, I don't know. I, I think he wouldn't let someone else into my studio. Tell me about your art project. What is what is it that you're devising here? Um, I, I'd rather you see the finished work. But it's going to be grand. It's going to be grand. Did Abigail know about this project? Uh, I might have mentioned the concept. What did you tell her? Um, is this part of the investigation? Possibly. We're just trying to gather as much information as we can about Abigail right now. Okay. She was very friendly. Uh, I would ask her, if, you know, and I'd run an idea by her and say, what do you think? And she would give me her opinion. I, I always thought maybe she was very nice, maybe too nice, and maybe she wasn't giving me everything she thought. But, you know... You don't, artists are fragile beings. You can really crush our spirits real fast. Negative criticism has a way of spiraling. So um, she was always very nice about my work. So do you have any finished work you can show us? Um, no, not not here. Well, do you have it somewhere else? Uh, well, they've been sold all around the city. Well, that's great. Just really curious because I know you know you mentioned you're interested in these experimental landscapes and you're talking a bit about Abigail's experimental landscapes. We're just trying to maybe understand 
Um, you know, is she out trying to get some inspiration for a new landscape? You know, did you talk about places you wanted to travel or she wanted to travel? No, we were pretty happy. We were happy to be here in New York City. There really is no other place to do this work. But I just know that this place couldn't hold her for long. Maybe she's moved on to a, another, you know, another building with even more successful artists. Who knows? But Would you I, mind if I just snapped a few photos here? I've got, be my guess. Okay. So I'll kind of canvas this place and snap photos as well. Okay. So as you're snapping photos, the, the note that's taped to the linseed oil, um, it's stacked in the middle of the room. It just says, uh, for Sammy, pick up. That's all it says. Who's Sammy? Uh, I'm sorry? Who is Sammy? The, the, these, uh, this oil oh. is for him? Oh, my friend Esther's painting her house. Um, she told me that's who's coming to pick it up. Esther? Does she, does she live here? Uh, No. Well, this is a very interesting gallery you have here, Thomas. <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, this is just where I can find peace and quiet. So how did you get connected to Art Life? Saw an ad from Art Life saying, you know, low-cost rentals for artists. And um, I answered the call. Where was the ad? It was just in, in, it's in an art magazine. And how long have you been here? About 13 months. Did Mr. Castain know um, Abigail? I'm assuming so. He knows all the residents. Kind of has which, to. Which, which unit does he live in? I don't think he lives here. I think he uh, comes to, just comes and manages the place at night. Does he have an office? Um, not that I know of. Now that you ask. So you said there's only around five other tenants, but there's a lot more rooms than that. What's going on in the empty space? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They haven't put, moved anybody else in. I'll make, I'll make a look toward like, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> it looks like the, we've seen everything we need to see in here. Okay. All right, so there's um, only two tenants left. One's on the same floor, on the first floor, with um, Abigail's apartment at the end, um, across from um, Thomas. And then there's one on the floor with you guys that are upstairs on the, sec on the second floor. Okay. Uh, so let's take it up to the upstairs. Okay, yeah, we're standing outside and give a nice little... Okay, so a woman opens it up and she has the chain bolted, and she like is appears uh, at you, and she um, she looks uh, she's Caucasian. She's uh, she is uh, you deduce that she's probably in her late twenties, but she looks older. <laughs> but you can just tell that she's uh, by some of her facial features that she's you know without not not having a lot of wrinkles or anything else that she's got to be in her late twenties. But just just the look about her it seems like she's older than that. Um, and she just was like, um, what do you want? Um, Hi. FBI. Okay. 
Hi, my name is uh, Dr. Jebediah Freeman, um, and sorry, Agent Jebediah Freeman, and this is uh, my accomplice. Uh, we are currently investigating the disappearance of a young woman downstairs, and we were wondering if you had some time to answer a couple questions. Um, shoot. Okay. Um, she still has the chain, like looking at you. <laughs> um, first things first. Uh, do you did you know Abigail? Not really. Okay. Um, is, uh, is, is there any way you could uh, possibly open the door, ma'am? Is, am, am, I, am I a suspect? Ma'am, we're just trying to uh, get something. When one of your neighbors goes missing, and uh, we just try to talk to everybody. Fine, but I'm not making you coffee. And she, you hear, her, I'm not making you coffee. As uh, she shuts the doors, you know, then she opens up the you're under the bolt and she is standing there and she's like okay come on in that's that's fine i don't drink coffee so we're we're all good on that oh thank you so as you walk in uh she is um um there are you know she has uh, a few bookshelves that are along the walls and she has uh there's one corner has like an old beaten futon and uh, that's about it in the apartment, as far as what you can see in the living room. Okay. Um, well, um, thank you for inviting us in. Um, again, we just have a few questions, and we'll be out of your hair. Uh, first things first, what is your name? My name is Michelle Van Fitz. Van Fitz. Okay. Van Fitz. Oh, Van Fitz. Van Fitz. Um, sure to jot that down accordingly. Um, well, Miss Van Fitz, um, just a few questions. Uh, what kind of art do you do? I'm not an artist. I'm an author. Art, um, writing is a form of art, is it not? Literature is the supreme art. Ooh, and you are, in fact, an artist. Um, I'm a feminist. That's different. That took me off my guard. <laughs> um, and what and what sort of books do you write? Are you is this fiction, nonfiction, researcher? A little bit of this, a little bit of that, poetry. Yeah. Yeah. Anything you can recommend? Uh, she gives you like a look up and down and says, <laughs> "No." Um. Have you heard anything? Uh, or when was the last time you've seen Abigail? Um, oh, her, uh, what's this, August, uh, probably May. May? Yeah, mm -hmm. May. Do you remember what she, you saw her doing? Do you remember what she was doing? She was going into her apartment. Okay. Was she carrying anything? Was she... Paint a picture with words. Oh, use my words. Hmm. A man asking me to use my words. Okay. I came in. I don't remember the date. She was there opening her door. She had her purse on. It was a khaki-colored purse, one of those clutches. She pulled her key out. She said, oh, hi, Michelle. I said, 
hi, Abigail. And I walked up the stairs and that's the last time I saw her. Is that a picture for you? Yes, very much so. I can see the clutch. Very nice. Very nice. Um, have you heard any strange sounds like uh, like banging or bumping coming from that direction? Like sex? No, more like like artwork being put on, like her making art or her um, like loud music or something like that. Anything like a loud noise? No. No. Jeez, what else do I ask this kid? Holy hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how long have you lived in the building? Uh, a year and a half. That's, that's uh, a long time to be somewhere and not really know your neighbors, eh? Um, not in this city. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's true. I can see. Um, how did you learn about uh, Art Life? Or this place in particular? Uh, a friend of mine told me about it. Yeah. Do they live Do they live in the building as well? No, no, no. A friend just said, hey, Michelle, you need a place to live. I, I heard of this Art Life organization. Oh, I gotcha. Is she a suspect? Do you need her name? Her name's Amy. Amy. Okay. I, I'm not going to write it down but well she moved she moved to california so like a year ago i don't know if you want to know that seems like you guys are asking asinine questions so well there you go (laughs) um a couple more questions for me uh miss van fitz now are you saying a couple more questions and that you have exactly two more questions or is that saying you're gonna have a lot of questions i have exactly two questions okay um one May I ask why the uh, the lock on the door? I don't know who you are. This is the city. That is that is fair. Um, and second question: Are I see that there are other apartments here? Um, do you know of any other neighbors? Um, I know them in passing them, being polite. Other than that, no. Okay. Ms. Van Fitz, it's been a genuine pleasure, and uh, thank you for your time. You're welcome, and she walks you to the door. And as I'm walking out, like, is the lock on her door, is it like one of those old, like, it's like you described, it's the little chain and the, and the thing, but is there another, like, deadbolt, and then, like, um... Oh, like it's an excessive amount of locks. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but I, I, I see why you'd be suspicious of that. Yeah, but no, it's a, it's the same locking mechanisms as all the other apartments you've seen. Well, you, you've seen, yeah, the, just the same one as, as uh, Lewis's post okay. apartment and Abigail's because you've been in there. So, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. We'll just definitely walk out. And... All right. And I'll go back down to you guys downstairs. There's only one tenant left, and then you guys just need to tell me what you want to do as far as this, doing your FBI cover, <laughs> so to speak, as far as searching the place, searching her, cataloging her artwork. Let's go talk to the last tenant. Yeah? Yeah. Dr. Ward? Sounds good. Okay. Okay. So he's down at, um, across the, just right across the hall from uh, Thomas. 
And uh, so you'd knock and he'd, uh, you see a man open the door. He's, uh, his hair is a little dis, uh, his hair's a little disheveled. And he appears to be uh, probably uh, early 40s. And uh, he peeks out and he, and he, he opens the door like, like fully, you know, and is like, yes, can I help you? Hi, uh, Dr. Ward with the FBI. We're just uh, investigating the disappearance of your neighbor. Uh, we wanted to know, um, you know, if you had any helpful information for us, things like last time you saw her, uh, if there's been any people around, you know, anything that comes to mind. Uh, sure, sure, sure. I saw her in May. Um, I didn't know her very well. Just saw her in the hall. You know how we neighbors do. You bump into each other coming home. Uh, she kept to herself. I keep to myself. Um, that's about all I know about her. And what was your name? My name's Roger Caron. C-A-R-U-N. What do you do, Roger? Uh, I'm a science fiction author. And then when he says that, um, you may or may not have heard him. He does actually have a series of books. So if any of you in your background are a reader or like science fiction, you might have heard of him. Well, that would be my character, but he's not down there. <laughs> yeah, okay. I have, okay. I have a 60 in creative writing. Would that grant me familiarity uh, yeah. with him? Yeah, because you even just even probably uh, experimenting in creative writing or doing classes in your undergrad or whatever, you might have come across. Uh, he has a series of books called Night Sea. Oh, okay. I've read the Night Sea. Uh, oh, you have? The first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Interesting. Come, well, come on in. You don't have to stand in the hall. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Um, his uh, his uh, his apartment is uh, kind of an extension of what he looks like. So you could see he has like scuffed up loafers. He has a sweater that doesn't match his trousers. His hair is kind of like, you know, kind of askew and homely looking. And that's kind of like how his apartment looks. Uh, it's like there's been an attempt at making order, um, but all the furniture just seems kind of kitschy and old. And uh, and he oh, and so that's pretty much what the furniture looks like. And then he has a work desk over on the far side that has a has an aged word processor. So this is 1995. So think of what the word processor would look like in say maybe 1988 or 87. And that's what he has over there in the corner. So hmm. I'm getting my old like Amiga Commodore vibes. <laughs> you know? I'm, yeah, I'm thinking like a yeah. Trash 80 or something. Yeah. I was thinking brother. Do you guys remember those word processors? Oh yeah, totally. Brother? Yeah, and he has a he has a printer that's there that has like a like a dot matrix printer, you know? One of those, so. Oh wow. So you said you didn't know Abby very well. Yeah, uh I mean just in passing, you know, you live in a building and you pass each other. That's about it. I just uh, I'm usually here to write. You familiar with any of her work? Uh, what work did she do again? She was a oh, she's an artist, painter, painter, right? But no, I never saw her work. Any um, loud parties or anything? We heard that she was friends with uh, the other artist, the other painter. Oh, to oh, oh, to oh, Thomas. Uh, yeah. Yeah, nothing. No, nothing crazy. Never heard her loud. I mean artists you know i don't know if you know i don't know if you're new to new york city but artists tend to go to parties you know events 
gatherings. They don't often have it at their home because we don't like to really mix work and, and, you know, work and pleasure. So nobody in this apartment really, I mean, you're all kind of recluses, right? Uh, well, he kind of scratches his head. He's like, yeah, I guess. I mean, when you got to meet a deadline, I have to be a recluse. I have to get those words in. How'd you get connected with uh, the building? Uh, well, my agent, um, she, you know, she said, you know, why don't you move over here to uh, this neighborhood and, you know, the rent's cheap anyways. You can focus on finishing your book. And how long have you been here? Uh, just, just about five months. Have you met the night manager, Mr. Castain? Uh, I haven't met him, heard of him. Haven't needed him. And you're not friends with anybody else here in this building? Uh, I mean, no. I mean, my uh, my agent, uh, Carmen, she just said, you need a quiet place to work, Roger. You need to get this book done. Um, so I'm going to put you up here. And that's what I did. Been here about five, six months. What's your agent's name? Carmen something? Uh, Carmen Wagner. Um, she's not agent of anybody else here, though. It's, it's, am I under suspicion for something? No, you know, we're just looking for any possible leads or connections. Maybe she knows somebody who knows something. Okay. All right, Mr. Karen. Well, Dr. Ward, anything else? No, I'm good here. Okay. Uh, we'll be in contact with you if we need any more information. Uh, certainly, certainly. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right, you guys have met all the tenants. Guess we'll reconvene. Yeah, go back to the Abby's apartment. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then we'll share our results. Yeah. Cool. Um, so we'll kind of fast forward here with the sharing of the results. Like you guys share your results with each other to compare notes. Um, what I need to know now is uh, what your next steps are, and then also how are you planning on searching this um, the walls? You know, that's your your catalog cataloging it is your is the assignment that you're on, as well as trying to to just try to find if there's anything suspect in this building. Um, so. Turning over you guys talk to figure it out. What do you guys want to do with that? It's going to take time to search. So what we're going to do here, I'm going to kind of do like 80s movie montage type thing. Like it's like taking pictures and we're going to make a couple of rolls. Uh, and you and depending on how many of you and how long you're doing it, how many days you're doing it. But while you're searching, there's also there's other people you could be interviewing or doing as well. So just kind of you guys talk and um, and uh, let me know that. And if you guys want some names of people, uh, you guys can refer to the um, NYPD uh, kind of notes that they gave you. And I can kind of flush out some stuff with those notes as well. Nice. Um, I would like to start, like, is there, I'm guessing there wouldn't be like a, a dead set start point, like where it starts on the wall. But if anything, I would like to start at like the smallest point if there's a point low to the ground, I'd like to start there and then work my way through. Okay. I'm loving everything. I, that's... I'd, li I'd like to set up a um, like a camera feed if I can. So I would set up like a few different cameras around the room and just like 
leave it running. Okay. Like a video camera or what? Yeah. Okay. For what purpose? Possible? For what purpose? Oh, that's a good idea. Um, I mean, I think just kind of logging the room. I mean, instead of looking at each individual item, if I set up three cameras and just kind of okay let it run for a few hours. All right. What about you two? What are you, what are you looking for with those cameras? Like, it's not going to move. Well, like, wouldn't a Polaroid be just as fine? Do you want to Polaroid each individual item? You can Polaroid I, the wall from back and then Polaroid as you go, I guess. I think the cameras would be a good, it would be good because if we're going through it and cataloging everything and we're, we're searching through everything, we can refer back to the cameras because like, we can take pictures all day long, but the pictures aren't going to tell us something. We can refer to the cameras and talk to the camera as a way of like a visual notes. And... Well, if we start uh, digitizing it, I mean, one of the things I do on the radio uh, telescope is is look for patterns and and pictures. That's you know, like we looked at the data, and so like if we can get positions and and so relative sizes, we could probably at least see if there's some sort of connection. But I mean. I'm still looking at this like the lady's crazy. I haven't seen anything that makes me think otherwise. I, we might be going a little overkill to uh, try to find meaning in, in psychosis. Well, they Early told us to catalog like, everything. That was well, part of our assignment. Part of your assignment. Yeah, part of your assignment yeah, is yeah. to catalog the what's on the yeah, walls. I understand. I'm just saying, like, but the psychosis. There's always a meaning in psychosis. There's always there's always a constant, is what I'm trying to say. And <sighs> even if she did suffer from psychosis here, as we can plainly see, there's still going to be some through line that she's getting at. Like, think of if she's an artist, right? And she has some kind of mental break, she's going to refer back to her artist background. And all of this, as a painter, means something. So I get, I'm. I, that's as far as I've gotten so far. What do you What do you guys make of the neighbors? Uh, I, now that we've shared all of all of our interactions, uh, I, personally, I think this art life is a little little gives me the heebie-jeebies talking about art life. You know, well, so I don't think it's a cult, but it is definitely suspicious i'm wondering where they get their funding and the fact that this place used to be more full and now it's not it's wondering how they're how they're affording to own this brownstone in the middle of new york and make payments on it if you know the building's only half full and i'm assuming that abigail hasn't been making payments for the last couple months and they haven't seemed to care about that either. So yeah, that was that's what's one of the things that's been bugging me. Is Every, everything I watched with Perry Mason growing up says follow the money, right? You know, <laughs> very true. So, um, mm. hey, you the guys fact... went down to the basement. Yeah, yeah, we followed Thomas down there. Did that seem like it went under the whole building, or was it just a small little room? Jonathan, it was a pretty small room. It's a small room. It's almost more like a oversized closet than anything. Yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't there be 
basement underneath all the all the rooms or not necessarily not for a brownstone okay yeah it's more like uh it's more like a place to keep the furnace with anything else yeah almost like a boiler room in a way doesn't necessarily sure 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 so it's just a it's just an underground it's a small space yeah yeah i mean it sounds like the top two the top floor is empty the second floor is about half empty it just feels weird Mm -hmm. i wonder if the night manager works for art art life yeah do you guys want to check the third floor you want to check the third floor yeah i mean because Apparently, this place used to be full, right? And if people had just kind of been going, what if this, what happened to Abigail isn't the first time? What if other Well, I don't really there? like the sound of that, but sure. Huh, Let's good go idea. check that out. We should look at the, see if there's any empty or open rooms. Yeah. Okay. So when you get up to the, uh, you guys have keys too. So when you get up to the uh, third floor, um, well, you know from the tenants living here, they said no one lives up there. Um, and when you get up to the third floor, there is a, um, a stairs that the next way, the next spot it goes to is a locked door that leads to the roof. I just, just to satiate my own curiosity, I'd walk up the stairs and make sure that door is locked. To the roof? Yeah. Yes, it's locked. But you have the key. Just, okay. Just, just I, think so I, know. Go, I think we should look out there too, but let's check these apartments first. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so just to save time, you go to each apartment and they are totally bare. Each one is totally has no uh, they they are unlived in. So okay. there's no furniture. Um, they're kind of dusty. Someone lives in there. They have the same layouts as the apartments on the floors below them, and um, that's it. They seem the same size, like Abigail's. Yeah, her, doesn't yeah. seem like smaller or bigger no. than some. No, they're all identical floor plans. Okay. I think we should find out who owned this building before our life. That's a records research. You got to yeah. probably go down to the city hall to get that. Yeah. Yeah. You can also, uh, you can also make, make a call. Like you can try to call agent Marcus and have him run it up the pole to get that information back to you oh, as that's well. Smart too. Yeah. And you don't necessarily have to do it like you doing it. You know, you guys have as Delta green agents have, your own contacts in different organizations. If you have people you trust that you can say, I can call someone, they can do that for me, you know, for simple stuff like that, you know, where you're just trying to find an owner of a building, for example, that's a, it's basically bureaucracy. It's that type of role. So is that something I can roll now or? Um, yeah, I'd be more like, who do you, like, who do you want to, um, who do you want to call or who are you trying to go to the, go to city records yourself? You know, what do you guys think? So that this is where I kind of want to know um, as we approach here at the end of this session is you guys have some leads, some people there's physically to go talk to. They're searching for the record. There's uh, art life person you, that you have the name of. Um, you have agents that were agents of some of these artists that were mentioned as well. But you also have the main job of documenting. So how do you guys want to do that? So are you just going to talk to people and then document? Are you going to start doing the documentation? And some of you are doing well, yeah, it. So. Like, well, I would, yeah. I would like to document the entire room first before doing anything else. Before talking to other people? Yeah. Cur- um, Curse, you said you were a, an archivist? Yeah. So maybe we, we leave you and, and, uh, and Kurt 
at the uh, apartment, and uh, Dr. Ward and I will go around and talk to some people. Okay. Right. Well, we can do that. Well, like snapping photos and setting up the video feed? Doing the cataloging, yeah. right? Doing the cataloging. Yeah. Okay. I'm with that. Yeah. Yeah, right. and if you if you can uh if you could get uh in any sort of digital form as your archive, we can uh run that through some of uh our programs too that we have for the checking the radio waves. I would okay. like to see if we could maybe run some tests on any of the epoxy work and see if we can maybe figure out when these things were attached, you know. Maybe it was before the disappearance. Maybe it was after. We don't know if it was Abby who put them up. Okay, that's that's, that's a good point. So you guys, will, so you two are gonna um, gonna go uh, go question some of those other people that were mentioned, and then two of you are staying back. Yeah, and probably, sure. and then you guys can run those tests as you're doing the cataloging, like when yeah. when Doctor Ward comes back, you guys can uh, discuss how to do that. So it's going to take you some time. It's going to take you actually a couple of days to go through all these things. With only two of you, it's going to take a little bit longer. Um, this is a Thursday. It's about, I would say, probably taking a couple hours to talk to all the neighbors. So let's let's call it one o'clock, one p.m. You know, maybe you guys have a quick lunch. It's two. Let's just say we're starting at two p.m. It's still Thursday. Thursday, two p.m. I'm used to working the night shift too. So if you guys want to work the day shift and yeah, I just I'm I'm giving you time simply because yeah. businesses close and those things. So sure. if you are trying yeah. to talk to people, you got to know what kind of what time it is at the, the, the gotcha. day. So okay, yeah. So we could do we could work during the day, and then you guys can go out and talk to people, and then when you come back, well, you guys can you know get some rest, um, and then rinse repeat. Are you guys going to find out who the owner is? Is that what you guys are researching, or what? Well, what the office for the office for the uh, the art life people's apparently just a block or two away. So, so you're going to go visit the art life office? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Hmm. I think we can find uh, Miss Lachance. Okay. Seems to be recruiting people to live here and find out why she stopped. All right. Yeah, because we we saw people as as early as six months ago who've come into the building do you know what i mean also while you guys are out if you can see if miss the chance is in charge of art galleries because two two sure we could go check out the art gallery that she showed at yeah miss the chance and mr castain too yeah yeah the mercury was that the mercury gallery right where she sold the pieces Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah. All right. Dr. Ward, paintings, art life. All right. So you guys take off to go to art life. Um, We're going to, so you guys get in the car and start driving. And then you have the other two, the rest of the the other two, you start cataloging, right? Taking pictures. Are we taking Kurt's car? (laughs) (laughs) It's a rental. (laughs) (laughs) I sprang for the insurance, so. Nobody does that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, let's say you guys start uh, you guys start cataloging. And um, let's see. Uh, curse. Um, as you start setting up your camera, um, you notice, and as you start taking a closer look, you start seeing that um, 
that you know that you see t a lot of items that are glued there's only one part on the wall that it just has it has a small sheet almost like a um you know maybe half of a tablecloth or such maybe even smaller than that that's like covering part of part of the wall and so uh you know um i would imagine you'd probably lift it up because you're trying to see if there's anything else underneath it let's say uh freeman you got a flashlight yeah 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 i have a little pin light so i'll kind of like scan with the flashlight and then also kind of check behind it okay so uh it's you scan with the flashlight it's um it, i mean it's like you can see through it once you put the light on it it's still afternoon time too so it's pretty bright out and um when you look under it, though, you see um, you see this symbol. I'll show this to you guys on roll twenty. Okay, does that appear to you guys? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, uh, and then um, curse. When you see this, you have this. Uh, um, well, immediately, first off, go ahead and make a sanity check. Do I see it too, or is he... no? He's in front of it right now, so you don't see it yet. Uh, I made it. You made it, okay. So you don't lose any sanity. Um, so when you see this, uh, when you see this uh, symbol, whatever it is, you have an over, uh, you have an overwhelming feeling of that. You need to share this. You need to share this symbol. Freeman, Freeman, come over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look at, look at this. I'll point I'll to the look, symbol on the wall. I'll look at it. And then Freeman, when you walk over to um, Curse, uh, Curse turns his head, and this is without you even being able to control it. Curse, he looks at you, Freeman. You look, uh, you two look at each other, and he goes, "Have you seen the yellow sign?" And go ahead and roll a sanity check. And then Curse, you don't even realize you said it. Sanity. So I just click on where it says sanity points. Yeah. I'm very glad we got out of there. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you, so, so yeah, so you both, uh, so you both made it. Um, so as so, and then uh, when you uh, like when you check out the thing, you turn as well over to Curse and you say, "Yes, I have." Have you seen the yellow sign? And then you both say that to each other back and forth, and then you snap out of it. And you are now looking at this sign, and then you're also able. You're looking at the rest of the walls around you. Um, but you, uh, curse. You have shared, but now, um, um, but now, Doctor Freeman, you feel an overwhelming urge that you need to share this with others. Hmm. Curse already knows, but you need to share it with others. Um, and that's where we'll end it um, tonight. So thank you guys for um, yes. for playing. And we will pick this up next time as we uh, as we continue on discovering, uh, you know, what happened to Abigail Wright and what will our uh, agents find out. So thank you for joining us and have a good night. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs>